Hey friends, thank you so much for listening. Today we're going to be talking about the four things you should be doing in times of hardships, struggles, or uncertainty. Sometimes when we are faced with these hard times and we go through the pain and suffering, we forget that God has told us that we will be experiencing these hardships. But we are not left without. God has given us gifts and weapons we can use to help us to get through these times. And of course, he will always be by our side every step of the way. So let's listen in and let's get started in today's episode. Hola and hello. This is Embracing Her Faith podcast. I'm Rainy Avila, follow of Christ, boy mama, wife, and juggler of 5 million things because that's what us moms do. (laughs) If you're done feeling like you have no purpose or feeling like you want a stronger relationship with the Lord, but you just don't know how, if you're ready to let all your insecurities, doubts, and fears stop taking over your mind and to bring Jesus in your life to discover peace and serenity, well, have I got the podcast for you. Pop in those earbuds, sip on that coffee, and keep folding that laundry that you promised to do, because we're getting straight into it. All right, so we're going to be talking about the four things that we should do when we're getting through times of trouble. So the first thing we should do when getting through our trials is, of course, reading our Bible. For one, our Bible is a weapon that the Lord gives us to help us in this journey called life. Life is very hard. Life can kick us down and it's really hard to get back up. So when we are born again, when we accept the Lord as our Savior, that doesn't block us from these hardships or these hard times. We will go through these hardships but we will have the weapons that we need to get through these hardships. And the Bible is God's word, and it helps us to have the answers through life. Having a hard time disciplining your child, there are scriptures for that. Feeling afraid and want to overcome fear, there are scriptures for that. Have an addiction you want to stop and need guidance to help you through it, there are scriptures for that. So God uses the Bible as a tool so we can go to it whenever we need guidance or answers. I know for some of us, especially some of us who are just starting in this journey, that the Bible can be very confusing. It can be really hard to understand sometimes. I know when I first started and still I still have that issue Sometimes when I'm going through the chapters, is it's, it's really hard to understand. But there are tools like apps or websites that you can go to to help you to get those clarities that you need to get through the Bible to help you to understand it much better. So I know for some of us, it's, it's really hard to get through it. Um, one thing that you could do before you start reading the Bible is start to pray before you read the Bible, to ask God to help you 
to get through what you need to get through in the Bible and to help you to get that clarity, you know, to get that understanding of what you're reading. So there are Bible stories in the Bible that can be our our encouragement. It can help us to get through the times of trouble. Um, these Bible stories, they might not be exactly what we're going through in life, but it does give us a picture of what they did and how they went to God when they went through these things. So, for example, when Moses had to deal with Pharaoh, or when Job went through serious hardships when he lost his children and his property. So, we do have these stories. We do have God's word when we do need to get through these times of trouble. We can use this as a weapon that we can go to when we have these problems. And it could encourage us. It can lift our spirits in many ways. All right. So now we're on the second thing. So the second thing we can do to help us in our times of trouble is praying. Prayer is another weapon we can use. We need to seek God and cry out to him. Um, just like we do when we have our earthly parents. It's the same concept we have with our earthly parents. We have that special relationship, even if you just have one, uh, one parent or have the other, or have both if you're very blessed. Um, so it's the same concept. The Lord wants us to have that relationship, that strong relationship, that bond that we need with him. He knows our hearts. He knows our fears. He knows our troubles. But he wants us to make that effort to have that relationship with him, to go out to him when we, when we need something, when we're going through something. He needs that special bond because our God is a jealous God. Um, so just think about it when, let's say, you go to the park and you see all these kids running around at the park and you see this little girl and she's about to go up the slide and slide down the slide so she starts climbing and she probably feels like she's about to climb to the top of the mountain and she finally gets there and she just sits and just waits to see if this is really what she's gonna do because it's so high um but finally she gets the courage but then somebody comes behind her and pushes her so she probably feels like she's going a million miles an hour and she gets to the bottom and then she falls. So, she, of course, she's screaming her guts out. So she gets scrapes and she gets burned or whatever, you know, a boo-boo. She gets a boo-boo. And what's the first thing she does when, besides yelling, and screaming, what's the first thing she does when she notices she's bleeding or she has this boo-boo? She goes straight to mom and dad. And mom and dad clean it up. They put a band-aid on there. And she's all better. They give it a kiss and she's good. <laughs> so, yes, it's the same way. 
Another way you can look at it is, let's say you have this couple. You have a husband and you have a wife. What's that one thing that they need in order for their relationship or their marriage to, you know, spark or to, to stay stronger? What's that one thing that they need? Well, they need that bond. They have to have that bond, that special relationship they need to communicate, to be able to talk. And I mean, to have that communication, you have to be together. You have to have that relationship, go on dates or just do certain things together. Um, Because if they don't, if they don't have that relationship, what happens to that relationship? It starts to suffer. And you don't want that. You're you're in the you're in this marriage and you don't want your marriage to suffer. So to to be able to have the sparks flying still, you need to have that that bond together. You need to have those times together. So that's kind of the same concept with our Heavenly Father. We need to have that that relationship and prayer is one way we can connect with the lord so that's that's a bond that we can have with the lord so my son he is my my youngest son javier he's just so smart and i just remember this time we were in the car and you know i was driving i was on my way back home and i was driving and the car is just one place where i just it just all my thinking comes out and I, I can just sit there. He's in the back usually and he needs something to do because he's just a hands-on person. It's either him coloring or doing something with his hands or he can talk the whole time. <laughs> and he just, or music, he loves music. He loves Christian music. But he is just so smart. We were just in the car one day, and I have a long commute from my house to my work to his daycare. Uh, well, not daycare, his preschool. Um, so, you know, we, we have time together if he ever needs to speak or talk or anything or color. or. But there was this one time we were in the car, and then out of nowhere, you know, I'm thinking in the car. I'm just having my thinking time. And he says, Mom. I'm like, yes, Javier. Do you know you're a child? And I'm like, huh? A child? Yeah. You're a children. You're a child. You're a kid. I'm a kid. I'm like, yeah, you're a kid. He's like, but you're a kid too. And I'm like, I'm a kid? And he's like, yep. This whole world is a kid. They're, we're all children. And in my mind, I'm just trying to think about what she, why he's trying to tell me. I just didn't understand what he was saying. And he's like, yeah, everybody in this world are kids. And I'm like, why? Why are we all kids? And he says, because God is the father. So if God is the father, that means we're all kids. We're all children. 
And at that moment, I was in shock that he understands, he gets the concept of our Heavenly Father. He understands that he is our Father, just like we have our earthly mother, just like we have our earthly father, just like we have that relationship with them. We have that relationship with the Lord. He is our Father. And I was in total shock. And I'm like, you're so right. He, he is. We're all kids. We're all children. You're right. So I praised him for that for sure because he definitely understood that concept that the Lord is our Father. So prayer is just a way we can connect with our Lord. It helps us to stay closer to God. Prayer helps us to see light through a heavenly lens. It helps us to feel comfort from God with no matter what we're going through. So we can have those things. We can have that peace. We can have that comfort. We just have to have that relationship. We just have to have that bond with the Lord. Prayer can help us focus on what's important. And one thing that's really important is to have that relationship and to focus on the Lord, to focus that he's important. And it can give us strength. Prayer can give us strength. We can pray for strength. And prayer can also help us deal with difficult emotions and situations. So there's so many things that prayer can do in our life, in our daily life, and in this journey. And it will help us to have that that bond with our Lord. And we can go to him with anything, no matter if it's good and no matter if it's difficult, we have that relationship with the Lord. All right, so now we're on number three. So the third thing we can do to help us to get through these times of trouble is praise God. I know this one might be a little difficult for some of us. Just because it's not the first thing that you think of when you are going through these times. Um, Praising God through hard times doesn't minimize or deny the heaviness in our hearts. But instead, it redirects our focus on who God is. So it helps us to see who God really is when we're praising him. There are many different ways that we can praise God. And one way is what we spoke about in number two, is through prayer. It helps us to just sit and to have that time with God, to praise him for things that he, he's done for us. And a lot of people can praise God in that way. Um, and it's a good way to start your day as well. Um, especially if you're going through a season instead of, you know, something really small. If you're going through this really, really long season, you can start praising through prayer. Another way you can praise God is you can write down in a notebook of all the things that you're thankful for. 
So there are times in your life where God has pulled you out of the darkness, even if it was just something small or something large. And just think about it. Just sit and you can just have your notebook or a piece of paper and just write down all the things that you're thankful for, that you were a testimony. And it helps to lift your spirits. It helps you to see that, wow, God is there for me. You know, he was there for me for this time. And he was there for me for that time. He will be here for me for this time as well. So he won't leave. Um, One way that I praise God when I'm going through a really hard time is through music. Um, so I listen to the Joy FM on the radio. So on my long commute to work and on my way back home, I'm constantly listening to Christian music because I want the Lord to constantly be on my mind. So when something heavy or something difficult does come up, you know, I can take that moment of silence and I can just, you know, music speaks to you in words as well. And you never know that one, that one song can just come, come on and just, it'll lift you up so much. And that's what music does for me. So if I'm at home and I'm going through something really hard, um, I've been through so many seasons, but if I'm going through something really hard, you know, I just put that one song or that I know that can help me. And it does. It, it helps me to feel better. I, I listen to the words mostly instead of just, you know, singing and just not really thinking about the words and stuff. Um, I really, really focus on those words of the song. And it just, it calms my spirit. It help in some, in some of the songs, it, it helps me to feel like God's talking to me and that he's speaking to me. And like I said, it, it really helps me to focus on the Lord and to know that he is there and he's in control and that I'll get through this. I will, I'll get through this no matter what. So praising helps us to see that God never changes. So one verse I like to look at is Psalm 34, 18. Psalm 34, 18, it says, The Lord is nigh unto them that are of a broken heart, and saveth such as be of a contrite spirit. So the Lord, he is near the brokenhearted. That's pretty much what that verse is saying. He is near the brokenhearted. So he's near you. When you're going through this, he's near you. And that's just words from the Bible. So you know that's, that's a promise that, that God makes to, to his people is that he'll always be near you no matter what. Praising him through the storms helps us to see God's in control. So God's in control. We'll get through it. We'll get through this time. 
we just need to focus on the Lord. It means that it will light us up again. We will see the light again. And the burdens of life will lessen. Because it'll help us to see that he is faithful and true. All right. So number four, our last one. So the last thing that we should be doing when we're going through times of trouble is waiting on the Lord. So this might be difficult for a lot of people because waiting in today's society, it it just doesn't mix. We are constantly going. Our brains are constantly thinking. Our feet is constantly moving. It just, it doesn't mix. So this might be difficult for some of us. You know, we have fast food these days. We we need our food so quick. We need, you know, we need to get home quickly. That's why there's so much traffic. It's kind of crazy. I remember when I first started my job because I've been at my job for a really long time. When I first started my job, traffic really didn't exist. So it was kind of nice. I wish we were back to those days. But now, OMG, it's crazy. It takes me much longer to get home. And traffic is ridiculous these days. I don't know what is going on. I feel like everybody in the world is just moving to where I live. Or where I work, because I don't know, no matter no matter where I go, I feel like traffic is just getting crazier and crazier. But okay, what does it mean to wait on the Lord? So waiting on the Lord is pretty much saying we need to be faithful. We need to have faith that the Lord knows how to be the driver in the car. He knows which way to go. And that we need to have faith on every right and left turn that he makes. This reminds me of a story. Um, So in my marriage, so when me and my husband first started, so we've been married for 10 years. So when we first started dating, actually for the first five, probably five years, I was always the driver. I, I drove everywhere. No matter where it was, I was the driver for a really long time. Um, and there there was a reason for that. But I was the driver and he, you know, he I was in control. And he just sat there and, you know, he trusted me pretty much. Um, so I drove all the time. Store, you know, when we had to go, you know, on vacation anywhere I drove. So when it was time for him to start driving, you know, I was happy. I was like, yay, I don't have to drive anymore. Um, You're going to be driving the whole time. I don't want to hear no complaining. You're going to be the driver now. I'm I'm so tired of driving. So I was happy. I, I, I didn't think about, you know, anything of it. He was the driver and that's it. So when you appoint somebody the driver, you're pretty much saying you're in control. You control everything. You know, we're in your hands. And at that time, I didn't think about that. I just didn't want to drive anymore. That's the only thing that I was thinking about. So when it got to that moment where he started driving, 
it was really difficult for me and it aggravated him so badly because I would constantly be telling him, you're going too fast. You're going too slow. Stop here. And I didn't realize how, you know, me not being in control, how it like scared me. Um, so when I realized, wow, I'm, I thought I was going to be okay with this. Um, but I'm actually not. <laughs> so when I realized that, you know, it, it really took everything in me to try to calm myself down and to let somebody else be in control. Because, you know, us as humans, we always want to be in control of everything. And it's hard for us not to be in control. And that's the same way with the Lord. We have to be able to give him our patience. We have to have that patience with with everything because he knows. He knows our plan and he knows every step of the way. And while we're, we are waiting on the Lord, we should be doing the first three things that we spoke about. We should be praying, reading our Bible, and praising him through these times. And I know it's difficult for us to wait on the Lord because patience is not really easy when you're going through these things, but it will give us that testimony that we need. So the next time when we do go through these times of trouble or these hard situations, we can look back and see God was there. He got me through this and he can get me through this. So we, you know, having those testimonies helps us to strengthen our faith. It, it comforts us to know that he's been there every single time. So when we're resting in his love, our soul is strengthened by the spirit of the Lord. And when, when we gain his strength, his perfect strength builds our restful weakness. So his strength is perfect. And, and that's just enough that we need to help us when we're in this weakness, this time of trouble. So leaning on him is, is the main focus. All right, so we're going to close today with a prayer. All right, dear Heavenly Father, thank you so much for, for being here with me. Thank you for giving me Holy Ghost. Thank you for giving me the strength to get through this episode. Um, you've blessed me in so many ways I can't even count. Thank you for your guidance. Thank you for leading the way and making a path for me. I just pray that this episode blesses someone today. And I just pray that, you know, when we go through these things, that we could feel your love and your comfort. Thank you for, for having that protection. And thank you for, for being there and for, for us to have that special bond with you. Thank you in Jesus' precious name. Amen. All right, guys. So this is the end of the episode. Thank you so much for either coming back and listening. Or if you're new here, thank you so much for being here. Just so you guys are aware, I will have a new episode up every Tuesday. Um, so if this episode blessed you in any way, you could share it 
with someone that you know will bless them as well. Or you can leave a review for me. So just so you know, I am going to be um, reading my reviews before the episodes start. So if you like your review read, then please leave a review down at the bottom. Again, thank you so much for listening in today's episode. And um, we'll have a new one um, next Tuesday. All right, guys, I hope you have a great week. And um, we'll just um, see you next Tuesday. Bye. Hey, sweet friend. If this podcast blessed you or helped you in any way, please leave me a review and let me know. I would love to read your sweet reviews on my podcast before the episodes begin. You can also help by sharing on your social media. If you would like to tag me, I'm on Facebook as Rainy Avila. Or share this episode with a friend if you think it would bless them in any way. I'm so thankful for you guys and love you guys so much. Thanks for listening. God bless your faithful friend, Rainy.